Well, hello. Today I'm going to share with you a story of my mother. It's, um, it's probably going to be longer than the other episodes I have recorded so far. My mother was hospitalized yesterday. Uh, she's um, in her early 70s, but she's not in good health and been kind of sickly for the last few years. And um, it's also a new moon today. And it's kind of like really touching up on wounds and hurts that um, that are that we all have, that we all carry. And from time to time there comes an emotional period in our lives or something that triggers this wound. So um, let me tell you the story of my mom. So to start from the beginning, we never really got along. It's not that we didn't get along, it's just... I'm my father's daughter. I uh, I look like him. I I I was totally adoring. Yeah, I I was all over my father as a little kid, and and probably when my parents split, I kept on reminding my mother of my father, the way I look, my height, my eyes, my personality, most likely. So. Um, we never really got along. There was, I was also, you must understand, I wasn't an easy kid. I was very strong-willed, stubborn, independent from quite a young age. I knew what I wanted. Um, I never liked limitations or authority. So it's not something that was born in the last, uh, I don't know, decade or something. Of course, this is a personality thing. So to start from the beginning of this trauma that I had with my mom... When I was 17 and a half, I went to a summer camp. And uh, that time, by that time, my parents were divorced for quite a few years. And um, uh, we were supposed to live with our mom. And um, so I went to a summer camp. And my mom was dating somebody. And um, I was 17 and a half. It was in the summer between my 11th and 12th grade. And I went home from summer camp to an empty apartment. Apparently, my mom decided to move out, and she left all my clothes in the corner, like nothing, all right? There was nothing, no furniture, nothing whatsoever. There was a plant that I received as a present, which she left for me, a palm, a palm tree, a palm plant, whatever, and my clothes. So there I am, a 17-and-a-half-year-old girl, standing in an empty apartment, realizing then my mom just walked out on me. Okay, so what am I going to do? Thank God my grandparents, my father's parents, lived not so far. So um, I went there. And uh, they were the ones who actually took me in. They were a very significant part of my life, also when growing up and also um, as a young adult. So I ended up at my grandparents, and uh, a year later, as soon as I finished high school, I left, and I moved uh, to Israel. So now you also understand the trigger behind why I left. Yeah, I, I needed to get away from there. I needed to, to, to run as far as possible. So to get back to my mom, apparently she married this man, and uh, he already had two adult sons. 
And my brother is four years younger than me. And he told my mom, look, I'm not interested in your children. They are too young. I'm, I'm, I'm just not interested. My, young, my, my kids and my sons are adults. They're part of the, they were the part of the farm. They had a farm. They, have a big, they had a big dairy farm. And my mom left. She left us behind. And she said, um, oh, I knew that your grandma is going to take care of you. So, um, well, as a 17-year-old teenager, you can understand where I, where I stood. I mean, you realize that your mom doesn't want you. And there started the trauma, which actually uh, took me through most of my 20s, not all, maybe probably all the way through my 20s and into my mid-30s, because this was a very, very long process, me forgiving my mom. I didn't see her for the next 12 years. She didn't want anything to do with me or my brother, apparently. Um, she was living La Dolce Vita with her second husband, and uh, I was already in Israel. What can I say? Um, I'm sure that a psychologist would have a field day <laughs> about these things uh, that I'm sharing here, but um, I've, I, I found myself in a very dark place. Lack of self-respect, lack of self-love. Um, I blamed everything on my mother. Like, she was the reason for everything. The fact that she left was the reason for all the mistakes, all the failures, all the obstacles, all the harshness, everything and anything that I experienced in my 20s. So, of course, you understand that I was lacking self-awareness. But, of course, I was just a young adult. And uh, taking your mom away, taking her out of the equation is like taking the carpet from under your feet. I do believe that Children need their parents. It doesn't matter how rocky sometimes that relationship is, but the fact of knowing, the, 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 the feeling of knowing that your mother walked out on you is, is, it was unforgivable in my eyes. It was like, how could you do this? Like, am I so unworthy? Am I so unworthy of love and affection and attention? And uh, just the basic knowledge of, Having a, a mother, a rock, that you turn to when you need, because of course you need. So my 20s were a very, very dark period of my life. I was in a, by choice, of course, because you're, you're in a dark place, so everything you reflect comes back to you. Your reality reflects uh, this, this, this dark place that you're, that you're in. So I was in an abusive dark environment, um, surrounded by negativity, surrounded by abuse, surrounded by people who are uh, not the most uh, positive, uh, to put it nicely. And it went on and on and on. And I was part of this. I, I was abusing myself by allowing myself to be in this environment. I was, in a way, punishing myself, of course. Uh, also in your subconscious, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. You're not worthy of love. You're not worthy of, of the good life. You're not worthy of it. And then my father passed away when I was 29. 
And um, my mom didn't come to the funeral. She said that she uh, didn't want to get involved with me. She wasn't looking for a fight. Eh, excuses. To make a long story short, we met, I think, 12 years after uh, I saw her last time. So it must have been in my the beginning of my 30s sometimes then. We met at my, at my brother's place and she didn't recognize me. And I had such an emotional baggage that I was carrying through all these years. I, I had even hatred for her. I was like, if there was something that really insulted me was the fact that she didn't show up for my father's funeral. I mean, honestly, she, you guys were married for so many years. How could you not? How could you not respect this man that even though you divorced, but but you had a family, you have a family together. So um, there we were in the living room of my brother and I walk in and she didn't recognize me. A lot, a lot, of course, a lot has changed. I look different than when I was, when I was 18 or 17 when she last saw me. I was, uh, yeah, probably 31. It wasn't nice. I had all the negative feelings you can imagine towards my mom. Everything was her fault. And then I started on my awareness journey, which is of course another episode, but I'm going to just touch upon a little bit of the highlights. So I started to discover myself and start my self-improvement and awareness and meditations and workshops and uh, getting to the bottom of who, what, where, why. And um, I must tell you that my father kept on coming back to me in my dreams. He kept on coming back and tell me things about myself, about other people. And uh, I was already in the process of, of trying to forgive my mom and accepting her as she is and um, respecting the fact that she loved me and she showed as much love as she could, like to the maximum of her capability. And of course, that I cannot judge her because she did what she could and she did what she was right, what she thought was right. But it was very difficult for me to digest it. So it, it's a process that took me years and years. And um, to make a long story short, my father came to me in one of my dreams and he said, you must forgive your mom. And I remember that dream and I told him, dad, please don't get involved. Come on, leave me alone. I've already forgiven her. And he said, no, you haven't. You must look her in the eyes and tell her face to face. It's not the process of working on yourself. Okay, okay, I forgive. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. There's another layer. It's like an onion peeling. Yeah, it's another layer. There's another trigger. I forgive, I forgive. It isn't done until you actually say it. You, f you, you actually confront her. You tell her. You ask her uh, and you share with her all this trauma that you perceive as she has caused you. Yeah. So she did fly to Israel. I was about 34. She had some friends and um, there she is sitting in my living room 
And I did feel like she's a stranger. It's like there's no, you know, no emotional connection. Yes, I know this woman. Yes, she is my biological mother. But it's like, where have you been for the last, who knows, 14, 15 years? You're not part of my life. You chose not to be part of my life. You chose to leave me behind for the sake of another man who apparently she divorced. And um, so she was sitting there and I asked her, Mom, excuse my French, what the hell were you thinking? And, um, and she was honest and she said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. And I, I could feel that I had the upper hand in a way, that she was afraid of me. She was afraid to confront me, to talk to me, to share with me whatever she went through and why she made her decisions. Because in a way, what's done is done. Yeah? It's like you cannot undo the past. You can only look for a way to move forward and, and uh, move beyond that pain and hurt and wound and whatever trauma you experienced without um, the blame game. Because I was blaming her for every single thing in my life. And, it, and I told you before, it was a very dark, good 10 years in my life. So um, done, we talked about it. And she came and she went back. And then, you know, you're left with this, okay, so I have officially asked her and I have officially got my uh, non-answer that she actually didn't know. But it was part of my awareness, my journey of, of waking up to myself. And at some point, you know, the most important and probably the most ground-shaking moment is when you realize that the players that you blame, the haters, um, those ones who abuse you, those ones who hurt you, those ones who betray you, those ones who cause you heartache and pain are just as much players in this, this, this show like the ones who make you happy. It's, it, it really is a stage and everybody has their own part in it and it's all in order to help you evolve as a soul. And now we're getting a little bit out of the emotional part and more into the spiritual, uh, deeper meaning of how I finally managed to forgive her. Is, is really a process of understanding her part in making me who I am. And yes, she chose a part which isn't positive. She chose a part which was challenging. She chose to play a part of a mother who abandoned me. So all my issues of abandonment are rooted in this relationship. Are, uh, the hurt, the pain, and the awareness comes from the moment of realizing that I am actually thankful for her playing the part that she was meant to play because of this game, yeah, because of this show, because of this uh, 
previously orchestrated karma, if you want to call it that, is who I am today. And this is one of the most significant points, issues that I have overcome in my life and made me want to be a better person, made me want to overcome this trauma, made me want to actually forgive her because at the end of the day, there is nothing to forgive. She played the part that she was supposed to play in my soul's evolution. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But it was always my choice as much as her choice. So the moment of realizing this and understanding this, that the blame game is over. She played her part. I played my part. I love her as a person. Yes, I love her as another human being. I have compassion for her. I understand her. I feel for her. She's very, very different than me. But I respect her as my mother. I call her every once in a while. It's not that warm, fuzzy, uh, motherly, uh, cuddle relationship that, for example, I have with my aunt or with, I have with, with my spiritual mother, Gaia. It's a different kind of relationship. It's more distant. It's more based on respect. And um, one of the most significant milestones in my life was that moment of realizing that it's not that she's not to blame, she's to thank for because of this huge, significant part she played in making me who I am today. So she's in the hospital now. Uh, and I'm praying for her. I'm praying for her with compassion, with love. Because, you know, sometimes our greatest teachers, as, I've been, as I just mentioned, yeah, our greatest teachers are the people who give us hardship and heartache. And why I'm sharing this whole story is um, we all have our traumas. We all have the people who hurt us. We all have the people who took advantage of us, betrayed us, caused us pain, and so on and so on. Childhood trauma, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, name it. We all had that in one way or other. The critical moment in your evolution is realizing that the blame game is not relevant. Nothing happened to you Everything happened for you. And in that moment, you, you release yourself. You release yourself from the guilt, the blame, the hurt, the anger, the frustration. And it's all about you at the end of the day. Nothing else really matters. It's your evolution. It's your soul. This is the whole point of this journey. Yes, to evolve. That's why we are here. So that trauma, whatever trauma that be that you're carrying, is a gift. And the moment you start to see it as a gift, 
as a milestone, as a stepping stone. And the players who have hurt you are actually your beneficiaries. That's the moment, you, I believe, you're making the most significant evolutionary step of becoming a free person because you release all this, it's, you leave it behind. It's not who you are. It's not worthy of you. You know that hurt and blame and guilt and anger, it only hurts you. And the reality reflects who you are. So in order to improve our reality, yeah, to, to, to see a much beautiful word, to experience a more beautiful word, let go of the trauma. Let go of the blame. And um, the reason why I decided to, to, to actually share this, this story of my mother wound, because it is what it is, is that there is, there is after. There is an after when you are free and it feels completely different. If I compare to who I am, and re that's really the only comparison that we can and should make in our lives is who we are today comparing to who and what we were 10, 20, 15 years ago. I'm a completely different person, mostly due to, thanks to, me allowing this healing to take place, to heal this terrible anger that I had towards my mother for abandoning me. So trauma, we all have it. The issue is really the lesson, the beauty of it is what you do with it. See it as a gift, see it as a stepping stone, you don't have to be in touch with those people. You don't have to keep them in your life. But you should forgive them only for, 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 for your own sake, yes? So you can be free and you can heal. So pray with me for my mom. I hope she feels better and she gets out of it and she gets her health back. And uh, yes, this was a, an emotional deep dive into some hidden, hidden stories, hidden facts that, you know, we try to not talk about. So until next time, yes, be good.